the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager, and I want to tell you something touching. Just before I spoke, the technical director of this program said, have a good show. You got you to admit, that, that's moving. By the way, talking about that, and then I'm going to get into something very heavy here. One more light thing. I love language, as many of you know. How did the saying, break a leg, develop? Why is that a wonderful thing, break a leg? And he's looking it up, good. So you don't know, and that was your area. You you, you know, movies and, and theater? Yeah, nobody says that movies, it's a theater thing? No, it, I've been told that before speeches. All right, Dennis, break a leg. And uh, it's, uh, anyway, just, I love that stuff. My friends, I was on a Zoom call with about 10 folks, supporters of PragerU, and it was a cigar call, and uh, it was it was all men and they were from all over the country and i asked them about their lives i love i love asking people about their lives and i now do something not now i I've, I've done it well I, i've done it periodically now i do it all the time i ask people that i meet who are conservative What's your batting average with your kids? And I, they all know exactly what I'm asking. Uh, Let's say they have three kids, so are you batting 1,000? Are you batting 666, 333, zero? In terms of their values. And there's no way to predict. Some kind, wonderful, traditional people have kids who have uh, gone left, not even liberal, just left. And there's no way to predict. So I did this yesterday, asked, uh, asked the, the people on the, the Zoom chat with me. And one gentleman, I, I don't remember what city he was from. I wish I did, actually. And you know, I know who would remember. Jason would remember for, at uh, PragerU if you want to ask. Uh, I am curious what city. Just just doesn't matter, but I'm curious. Anyway, so he he's open, he was open, and I might add, everyone I ask is open. I've never gotten, you know, oh, Dennis, I'd rather not talk about it. Never. And this this man opened up in front of nine others or ten others, not just me. With his name, he wasn't anonymous. And he he mentioned that his daughter and son-in-law have made it a condition of seeing the grandchildren only if he does not 
talk about his beliefs, his conservative beliefs. So first, I'm curious if you have anything analogous about not being allowed to see your grandchildren because of your views. One eight Prager seven seven six eight seven seven two four three triple seven six. While you're calling, I'd like to note something because I always, always, when judging something, I always put the shoe on the other foot to use an old cliche. And I think, let us say, I. I had parents who were communists. David Horowitz had parents who were communists. You know, the famous writer David Horowitz. His parents were actual communists. So it's not inconceivable that you could have that. Or even pro-communist, certainly more common. Would I not allow them to see my children, their grandchildren under the condition that they, the only way they could is if they never espoused their views. And I can't imagine doing that. Can you? It sounds weird to you. Uh, so let's say my parents, may they rest in peace. Let's say they, and of course I have children, so... Let's say they were communists. <laughs> I laugh because they weren't communists. My father actually hated communism and used to debate communists in the 1930s when he was a he was sort of he was a kid. He was born in 1918, so he uh, he yeah would have been a teenager in the 30s. And he said, he, he, you know, when, when he went to college, he would debate, he would debate at communists. But anyway, let's say they were. So I would say to my kids, look, you love grandma and grandpa, or in my case, they were called Baba and Papa. You love Baba and Papa. I love Baba and Papa. They have some strange views. And, you, and that's it. So... This man had the audacity, I presume, to vote for Donald Trump. I assume that that was the uh, sin. You can't see the grandchildren if you mention that. Do you... Now, so there are many things to, to consider in such a thing. The obvious is just the meanness, the, the sheer meanness, depriving a parent of seeing grandchildren I, I can't it's so mean that uh, it takes your breath away but there's another thing though it's the insecurity they have of their own views if you're secure in your views why why would you deprive your parents of the chance to see the grandchildren <laughs> think about it I I am secure in my views so if my parents, were atheist, anti-religious communists. They would see my children. <laughs> because I would have the security of knowing 
first of all, I have them 95% of the time. What percent of the time do your children see their grandparents? 5%? Uh, if my views can't prevail in the other 95%, they are views held by an insecure person. So there's a combination here of staggering weakness of commitment to their left-wing beliefs and sheer meanness, not to mention uh, not taking the commandment, honor your father and mother seriously. But that that would mean nothing to them because they don't believe in the Ten Commandments. I might add, while you're calling in, a fascinating little piece of data or datum for the Latin pompous or those pompous in Latin that would be more precise and that is that of all the videos I have made for PragerU and I oh, obviously or just say I've made 40 out of the 500 little under 10%, right? It doesn't matter how many, but it's a lot. The most reviled were the Ten Commandments videos. People made videos to mock the Ten Commandments videos. They went to the expense and time to do so. Now, isn't that amazing? Mock the Ten Commandments? The legal basis of Western civilization? The greatest ten principles ever set down? And believe me, one that really bugs them is honor your father and mother. You're not not happy with your father and mother for whatever reason, and of course, the odds are that your psychotherapist agreed with you that you shouldn't speak to them. The damage that most psychotherapists do is profound. Some therapists are wonderful. The operative word is some. Anyway, do you have an issue of seeing your grandchildren because of your views? Do you know someone who does? 1-8-Prager-776-877-243-7776. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement that tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at first. But because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, so I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks, I found that I could climb stairs pain-free. But it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again. That's relieffactor.com or call 800-500-8384. Eight hundred five hundred eighty three eighty four. Hi, everybody. This is the Dennis Prager 
I Am Human show. And the reason I said that was, so you just heard about this professor at Clemson who gives this great course on John Adams. We do teach what isn't taught. How many how many graduates of college can tell you anything about John Adams, whom he considers the greatest of the founders? And there could, there's a case to be made for John Adams. Anyway, yesterday when I interviewed him, I'd never met him, but of course I watched the video. And so I told him, you know, I think you're a really good-looking guy. <laughs> I'm sure he was shocked. <laughs> But I don't know why people are people are afraid of being fully human, and and I thank God I'm not. Anyway, I just thought about that because of uh, of the the bumper you just heard, the billboard, as they say in radio language. The topic that I've raised was caused by something that happened yesterday. And that is, I was on a Zoom call with about 10 men who were supporters of PragerU, and we spoke for a little over an hour. And one of the men mentioned that he can only see his grandchildren on the condition he never speaks his values. He, he's conservative. And his child's on the left. So I'm commenting on that and how I just can't imagine a reciprocal arrangement. Parents are on the left. The conservative son does not allow them to say what they think if they come to see the grandchildren. All right, Timothy in Huntington Beach, California. Hi. Good morning, Dennis. Thank you once again, as everyone tells you, for what the great thing that you do. God bless you. Appreciate that. Thank you. He has blessed me. My situation, I just got in the car and I heard you talking about this, and it was so timely for me because just a few weeks back, my son, who is my oldest son, wonderful man in so many ways, uh, and we raised him in a Christian home, Christian values and so forth, and um, he's been a great guy all along. But just recently, um, with the whole issue of the pandemic and the vaccine and so forth, we have different ideas about that, and his wife particularly has different ideas about that. And so they were going to let us have the kids for a whole week, which is unheard of. We haven't done that for 10 years. But finally, because I kind of talked about that enough in the past, I wish that we'd had the kids because they always go with the other grandparents. They finally relented and said that, that, that you know, we could have them for a week while they did a thing, just kind of husband and wife thing away for about a week. So at any rate, the night before they were going to do that, um, we had a conversation about the vaccine and, my daughter-in-law said, you know, well, we looked at the science and stuff like that. So well, we looked at all the science and said, yeah. And my son went up and said, Dad, don't go there. It's a very sensitive issue for everybody here over here. And I said, I said, well, okay, son, but it is sensitive for everybody. you got to be careful the wise and everything, you know. And so um, <clears throat> so then uh, I found an article that was a number of doctors that spoke uh, differently of the vaccine than the mainstream media does. And I sent that to him. And he shared it with his wife, and I, I sent it to her as well. I did a double text on that. And anyway, so he wrote me back two days later and said, Dad, we have wrestled with this for two days. And he said, with all due respect, we're not going to bring the kids down. You're not going to have the kids this time. And uh, and he said, I love you. And I wrote back and said, I love you. I hate the devil. And, um, but, but that's where that stood. And I want to tell you, you talked about some psychotherapists being 
good, you know, and t- teaching people to honor their parents. I am a psychotherapist, and I counsel from a Christian worldview and from a biblical worldview, and I'm very big on that. And and at the same time, I'm not legalistic about it. I'm not saying my son has to think some behavior exactly like I do. I just know that he understands that to some degree. But in this area, he compromised it. And then one other thing I'd say about that is that I've counseled a number of people over the year, particularly young men in his, his demographic, who have married women who do not share the faith as completely as they do. And shortly after being married and having kids, the wife institutes a we're not going to see your parents anymore policy. So it's not just my son. And I don't know the exact dynamics for my son. Maybe someday we'll, we'll talk about it. But I've seen that as a common phenomenon. So I don't know what's going on. If it's some kind of subliminal message through the culture or whatever. But I do know there's been an increasing number. I've been doing this for 40 years now, and I've never seen it until the last 10, 15 years. But I've seen these young women right. come in and say, we are no longer going to take our kids over to your Right, parents. exactly. I've talked about that for all of my career, and it's just gotten worse. And it is, I think, disproportionately daughters and daughters-in-law. My heart breaks for the parents. This, uh, in this case, it was his vaccine view. What? What? what so, what you say to your kids, Dad? Dad has uh, issues with the vaccine. Have a great week there. <laughs> right? Okay. Why would you come up with what? The kids? No, no, it doesn't. You're right. Why does it come up with the kids? But let's say it did. You know, the kids, you know, mom said uh, that you you have problems with the vaccine, uh, Grandpa. So Grandpa says, yes, I do. So what what happens? Kid has PTSD? (laughs) Oh, my God. These stories. These stories. Okay. Lily in Silver Lake, California. Hello, Lily. Good morning, Dennis. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Well, um, my daughter and her husband are planning to have a baby. And I was recently told that I am not to discuss history, uh, politics of any kind, and especially the Cuban history. Um, I came to the United States when I was two years old in 1969, um, I am, uh, my parents, I'm an only child, I have no siblings, uh, my parents inculcated in me how horrible communism is and how it destroys society. Well, unbeknownst to me, my daughter, who's 30 years old, has traveled seven times to Cuba uh, in the, in the few last few years um, under the guise of getting back to her roots. Um, she was born here, of course, and I'm, I, I told you, what roots? It's communism. That's not our history. That's not where we came from. And uh, doesn't care, doesn't matter. And then recently, as I was waiting for you um, to come on, um, I remembered that about a month ago she told me that she's going to have me sign a contract um, uh, and I have to agree to not discuss this with her baby, or she will sue me for emotional distress. Ladies and gentlemen, we return to Earth in a moment. 
The Dennis Prager Show. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you about an interesting supplement that has made a big deal in my life. I had the, the pins and needles feeling in my feet. I've had it for about 25 years. It got quite intense. So among the things I did is I had inserts put in, which helped because it lifted the bone from the nerve. And I threw away the inserts last year after I started taking Nerve Renew. I read about Nerve Renew on the internet, and so I tried it out. And amazingly, after about a year, it doesn't happen overnight, I got rid of the inserts I had worn for 10 years. It's minimal, the uh, the pins and needles effect that I have. I'd like you to try it out. Go to NerveRenew.com. They offer two-week trial of their product and a one-year money-back guarantee at NerveRenew.com or your two-week trial now. I asked them to advertise. That's how effective I think the product is. NerveRenew.com. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis Prager, and the subject was prompted by one of the participants in a Zoom session I had with PragerU supporters yesterday, people uh, online, just 10 of them all over the country. One of them mentioned, because I ask people about their children all the time, that uh, his daughter, I think it was, not allow him to see the grandchildren unless he promises not to talk about his conservative views. So, let's prompted this this topic here. All right, Dave in Houston, Texas. Hello. Dennis. Yes. Oh, thank you for taking my call. I've been a uh, long-time listener. Thank you. Uh, first time caller, so I'm a little nervous. It's okay. It's very normal. I have a son in California with my two grandkids, both males. They refuse to let me see him. I have another son in Michigan with a granddaughter who also refuses to let me see them. I think it's based on I don't talk politics with them but he knows my political views. And it could be a collective reasoning through a divorce for some reason or my political views, but they don't return our calls. They don't accept our calls. Who is and, our? And Who is our? You're, myself and my wife. My, are, are you Are you the parents of these children, the two of you? Are these stepchildren to your wife, or are they the children? They're stepchildren to my wife. They're right. my blood grandchildren. Yeah. Right. So uh, you mentioned divorce. Is that a factor in their alienation? I think so. I when, think when did uh, when did wife has spread rumor, un- unrelentless rumors about me and my ex-wife? Uh, uh, are, when did are, when did that start? Uh, it started about ten years ago when they were when they were younger. And, how uh, old, how old were I, they? I didn't have I didn't have the opportunity to defend myself, or it, the divorce was a was a was a part of infidelity on my wife's on my ex wife's part. But anyway, my my present wife has nothing to do with my relationship with my grandchildren, and they've just totally cut me off and cut my my wife off. What is the reason that they have given? They don't, and that's the, that's what's so frustrating. 
I've tried, I've reached out to them. I've sent them, I've also, I've honored their birthdays. I've honored their Christmas uh, holidays and uh, I'm their blood grandfather and I don't get any. And, you know, I listen to you a lot, Dennis, and thank God I do. Honor their mother and father. They don't get it. They were raised in a Christian family. They were raised in a good home. And when they get, became adults and had grandkids, it's like they've lost all semblance of manners, respect. That's right. And I, I just don't get it. I, I don't get it anymore. Yes, I know. I know. I, I feel for you. God, I feel for you. I, I've said that this is, a, this is this pandemic bothers me more than COVID. The pandemic of adult children not speaking to a parent and often not depriving them of any relationship with the grandchildren. You gotta be pretty, pretty mean. Just mean. And the amazing thing is the ability of mean people to think they're wonderful. It is it is why I remember when the self-esteem movement began and it, should, it was misnamed and I said it then it should have been the unearned self-esteem movement self-esteem that's earned is fine and the the trivial example of it but nevertheless an example is giving trophies to kids for playing participation trophies not for winning for breathing that's what uh, that's what we have today he is not alone you have no idea folks i i almost sound a little a little eccentric in this i and i admit it on my bucket list in life is to talk to this man's children. I'd like to tell you a story apropos of the subject, not being allowed to see your grandchildren because of your views. And this was prompted by the last call. What was it where the daughter is pregnant and wants the the mother or father to sign a contract not to cause emotional distress in the grandchild, was that right? Because of their views. This is this is the world of the well educated. I told you, I believe it literally. College makes you stupid. It's not, I don't throw out lines. I throw out convictions. Some people are not made stupid by college. They are the minority. They either had great values, didn't pay attention, or were drunk most of the four years. The The only positive thing I could think about college drinking is you might not get as uh, stupid and indoctrinated as the sober. So emotional distress, first of all, here is a, a helpful little tip 
There is no parent on earth who has not caused a child emotional distress. That, that, that parent doesn't exist, will never exist. And there is no human, basically, that will not cause other humans emotional distress. That is, so what? The first, the, the biggest question is, well, there are many. Why? Maybe it's your problem and not theirs. And two, how much? That matters. Anyway, listen to this. So here's a family story I don't think I ever told on the radio, and I told just about everything. I, when I, I had a difficult grandmother, may she, may she rest in peace. My father's mother was a difficult woman. And one time I was on the phone with her. I remember where I was seated in the, on the living room couch, which had plastic around, around it. I never actually sat on that couch. I sat on the plastic that protected it. <laughs> Which is hard in summer because you're, you're, you wear shorts and your, your skin sticks to it. But anyway, I was on with my grandmother, and for whatever reason, I don't recall the reason or the context, but she was, as I said, a difficult woman. She goes, your mother, that is her daughter-in-law, her son's wife, my mother, your mother is a Hitler, in it with a Yiddish accent. I, as I said, I was about nine or ten, and I remember my reaction. This is a riot. Grandma is calling mommy Hitler. I thought it was a riot. I was not caused emotional distress. We were sort of prepared for it. Grandma is a tough woman. And I put my hand over the telephone on the bottom part in which you speak, into which you speak, and yelled out, Hey, Dad, Grandma thinks Mommy's Hitler. And it became a family joke. And and Grandma was over next Sunday, like every other Sunday, for a very elaborate meal that my mother made every Sunday for the grandparents. And every Sunday, the same thing would happen. After this four- or five-course meal that my mother made, my grandmother would praise the cantaloupe. <laughs> Hilda, my mother's name was Hilda, excellent cantaloupe. The only thing my mother didn't make. <laughs> so we didn't have emotional distress. We thought it was a riot. That's what you tell your kids. If you think your parents have goofy views, say, I think, think grandma's, uh, grandpa has goofy views, but it doesn't matter. We respect our grandparents. My parents didn't, it wouldn't have occurred to them that because she called mommy Hitler, we're not going to have her over for, for any more or see the grandchildren. It, it, the thought would have been laughable to my parents. That's the way it is. Matt in the Poconos in Pennsylvania. I know the Poconos well. I went to camp there. What city in the Poconos? I know the area. Uh, I'm in Hamlin. Hamlin? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. I knew uh, I knew Tannersville effort. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's not far from there. All right. Uh, 
Well, thanks for uh, taking my call, Dennis. I, I got to say, uh, since I moved up here four years ago, actually, or five years ago, I uh, I found you by accident, and it's been uh, really a gift. Thank um, you, thank you. A good accident. Like, see, there are good accidents. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm formerly from New York, so uh, I had to get away from there. Um, Correct. But anyway, um, yeah, the reason why I'm calling was uh, similar to another call you just had a couple calls back. Um, we had an incident with my, uh, I care for my mother right now up here. Um, it's kind of why we, uh, why I came up here um, was to get her away from New York because um, of the stress and this and that. Well, anyway, my two brothers, you know, I'm the youngest of seven, and uh, two of my brothers are um, on the left, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, with everything that's going on, they, you know, we're, my mother doesn't want to get the vaccine. She's 79 years old. She's, you know, very uh, spiritual. As we like to call it, a, she's got a, a direct line to God, and uh, you know she's she you know she's all right. So tell me their knows. reaction. So she doesn't want to get the vaccine, yeah. and the two brothers, what are, what have they done? Oh. Yeah, no, they won't let uh, her see her grandkids. Um, Beca- wait, because she her. she because she won't get the vac- vaccine. So are they are they afraid medically, yeah. or are they afraid ideologically? Uh, both, actually. Um, Unbelievable. Grandma's going to kill the kids because she's not vaccin- vac- vaccinated. There's no question these two brothers went to college and probably graduate school. Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. What an hour. Can't see the grandkids because you're a conservative. Susan Tarzana, California. Hello. Hi, Dennis. Hi. I mentioned to your screener that what I'm listening to is tragic and it's, it just breaks my heart. However, right now it's the pandemic that women who want to control men are using. So after the pandemic, there will always be something that women, they want to take control of the situation, the home life, everything. Unfortunately, when the men are dating and getting to know the women, I believe the women show only what they want the men to see. Oh, them. let me... <laughs> Susan, <laughs> I'm laughing because I have talked about this on, on a number of occasions with regard to happiness, how the unhappy act happy while dating. <laughs> and then within about a week of the wedding, they no longer put on the act, and you realize you've married an unhappy human being. But I, I wonder if people could sue for false advertising after dating. Susan, you're a kindred spirit. I thank you. And let's see. We, uh, another woman has a view on that. We're now living under the tyranny of women's feelings. Well, it's the age of feelings. Feelings are very powerful in women. That is correct. Each sex has to battle parts of their nature. This is one of the longest themes of my life. 
We teach boys to control their natures, their sexual predatory nature, and their tendency towards physical violence. Well, it's redundant, toward violence. So the question is, what do you teach your daughter to control? And the answer is, very little. In the age of stupidity ushered in by radical secularism, we think girls are naturally terrific. But they are no more naturally terrific than boys, just that their non-terrificness comes out in different ways. Anyway, the board is loaded with people who can't see grandkids because of their views. As I said, my bucket list is to interview someone who won't let their parents see their grandchildren. If you want to come on, I'd love it.